So tonight, as we know, tonight and tomorrow is uh, Tu B'Shvat. Uh, tu B'Shvat, which gets a lot of attention in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, a lot of attention here also, but mainly in terms of the fact that we all know that tonight we didn't say Tachlan, tomorrow we won't say Tachlan. But besides that, we don't oftentimes think a lot, or if, or if in elementary school, that's the day to eat Buxer and break your teeth. Right? So that's how we, many of us relate to Tu B'Shvat. Um, so what is Tu B'Shvat really all about? What's, what's going on? Why is it such, a, such an important day? So the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah points out, and it has a machlokas between Bishamah and Beishilel. Bishamah holds the first day of Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah it's the, it's the Rosh Hashanah in a certain sense for trees. Beishilel says, no, Tu B'Shvat. The 15th day of Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah As we know, machlokas Beishilel Beishamah, we pass in like Beishilel. And the reason why Tu B'Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah for Lonos is different uh, approaches in the Yerushalmi. Uh, but whether basically do we assume that all of the parents that come from this year forward are based on last year's reign or they're based on the coming year's reign. But the bottom line is that it's a demarcation point. That from Tu B'Shvat forward is like a new, a new beginning for the Peros HaYilon and for the fruits of the trees. And therefore it has uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of ramifications. Uh, it's for that reason that many communities have the Minog, as we know, to have a Tu B'Shvat Seder, to taste from the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. In fact, the Sefer Tamim in Hagim writes, to eat some of the peros. And he quotes from the Savior Shevet Musar, who writes from the Tzavash of Elazar Agadol. Elazar Agadol wrote, wrote to his son, Bini, have a zahir levarich ala peros betubishvat. You should be careful to make sure to eat some of the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And tubishvat, why she minog vasikinu? It's a very old minog. We like laugh at it a little bit. We like, oh, tubishvat seder. We like a little bit, like, we smirk a little, right? It's a minog vasikin. It's a really old minog in Kla Yisrael to take a moment to appreciate the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And to, uh, and to taste for them even, and to make rachos on them, specifically on the day of Tu B'Shvat. Uh, some of the Minog, the B'nai Sassar quotes, people, there are those who daven, to have a, a beautiful esrog. They have they daven on Tu B'Shvat, to have a beautiful esrog in the coming years, so you want to do that, tomorrow, tonight and tomorrow is the day to, to daven for your esrog. Uh, but Tu B'Shvat has a very important, important, important role in halacha, uh, in terms of Chumas and Maestros, and Chumas Bikurim, in terms of Orla and Neta Ravai, all of these halachos depend on Tu B'Shvat as a demarcation point, right? So is my tree considered a tree that gave only its third year of produce or its fourth year of produce? So that, that, that year ends and begins anew on Tu B'Shvat. Is it my bringing uh, Meister Ani or Meister Shani this year? Right? That depends on, again, this year, last year ends that's just, you know, now and the new year begins now. So all these things uh, uh, all depend on Tu B'Shvat and that's probably why there's a lot more focus on the place where the mitzvah uh, turis are in place. Here we don't, we just don't focus on the same way. Here, if a person sees produce from Eretz Yisrael, we, we get nervous. We don't know what to do. So we should talk about that. We shouldn't do that. We should buy pears, you know, pears from Eretz Yisrael, and we should know how to separate trips from Eretz. It's the way to do so. It's in the article sitter. Um, it's, it's not that complicated, but we get afraid of it in Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's, a, it's a daily, daily occurrence that they're used to. Um, but, but the, the Hasidic masters always talk about Tu B'Shvat, not just in terms of the halachic issues, but in terms of the Ashkafic approach. And if you know, the, the, the Torah talks about, in Parshat Kitet say, you're going out to battle and you want to get a battering ram to knock down the walls of the city. So the Torah says, don't cut down a fruit tree. Why? The Torah says, right? You're going to knock down a tree? It's a tree. A person? You're going to, you're to kill the tree. You want to kill the enemy? Fine, but kill a tree? And the Hasidim said, no, it's not a question, it's, a, it's an answer. It's a statement. Right? A person is a tree. Right? One of my Rebbeim used to say, what's the difference between uh, a, a, 
a growing item, right? A, a tree, a, a bush, whatever. How do you know if it's alive? If it's growing. If it's not growing, that's how you know that it's not alive anymore, right? Same thing, a human, a human being. We want to be alive. We want to be alive, it means we're growing. So the time of the time of Tubishvah, not just time to recognize the halachos that apply to the, the mitzvah to this which obviously it is that, but it also it's an opportunity. It's a day of Chajr and Nefesh. How much are we representative? Do we reflect the midos of the eights? The eight asada that grows, that it's, that it's recognition that it's alive, is the fact that it's continuing to work on itself and to grow and to, and to produce more fruits. You know, how are we uh, doing the same thing, making that reflection for ourselves, that we continue to grow and bring more payros to the world?